Welcome everyone to the Fearless Living Podcast. I am your host, Nikita McDaniel. And today's topic, we're going to be talking about taming of the tongue, taming your tongue, how I tamed my own tongue. Before we get into this podcast, I want to share a few things with you all. If you haven't gotten my book, Fuck Stuck, go to Amazon and get that book. It is $9.99 and it is a great woman's journal. And I say woman's journal because it was written by a woman. And so I share my experiences and results as a woman as I am navigating this thing we call life. And you can write in the book. It's an easy read. I ask you to ask questions of yourself so that you can pull out your potential as well as your purpose. It allows you to get to know who you are without fear, without distractions, but most importantly, without judgment, all right? I also have a second published book and it's called X Nikita. Now I haven't done a lot of advertising with this book because I actually wrote this book when I called myself taking a break from social media and it was when I officially stopped coaching online okay and so this book got published um, within that year of my break so I didn't get a chance to market it like I marketed fuck stuck Uh, but you can also purchase that book on Amazon as well how y'all doing I hope you all are having a fascinated evening or I should say fascinating evening It is morning. By the time you all listen to this podcast, it will be morning. It will be Friday. Friday is generally payday for a lot of people. Friday is an introduction to the weekend for most people. And Friday is a day that people turn the fuck up. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm releasing this podcast on Friday. Guess why? Because every time I do a podcast, I'm turning the fuck up. You all know a lot about me, but still, I've never, ever, ever allowed most of you to get to know the essence of me because that is just who I am as an individual. I am a conservative extrovert. So people are probably like, what the fuck is that? If that's something you just made up, I did. I made it up. But it is so true about me because I'm not an introvert. Like, I don't shy away easily. And I love people. I'm Regardless of some of the shit I've ever said about people, I generally love people or have love for people that don't always have love for me or don't always love me back, all right? 
Um, the other thing is this, I'm conservative. So most conservative people are actually introverts. They're in their own little space. They don't want to be bothered with nobody. Doesn't mean they don't love people, but they really don't like people. Okay. And they are really mild mannered when it comes to being around people. Like their tongue is seriously tamed. All right. Um, when I say that I am a conservative, I love my alone time and space. I cultivate so much when I am alone that it is so self-rewarding. And so I take as much time as I need to, as I want to, as I like to, when it comes to spending time with myself. So this pandemic was right up my fucking alley. Like I was already spending time alone, out of crowds, you know, that's just who, the who that I am. So the pandemic really didn't get on my nerves until we started wearing these fucking dumbass facial masks, okay? Not saying it's for a good purpose or it's not. I don't want to get into that. But I don't really like wearing a mask, but I wear it, okay? Especially when I'm going into commercial locations. Um, but it feels like a muscle. And my tongue need to breathe, baby. Like, I need to be able to open my mouth and be like, ha. Right now, I'm thinking I wish I had a, ta- a Cardi B tongue. But anywho, <laughs> my tongue needs to breathe because I use it a lot. All right. And this episode is going to talk about taming of the tongue. Now, some of you come to my podcast to actually learn something. Some of you come to my podcast to be entertained. Some of you come to my podcast to be nosy. And I'm going to give you motherfuckers all your nose and tongue can handle. Because I don't hold nothing back. Now, I may hold some stuff back on my Facebook stories and my Facebook posts. I really don't even post as much as I used to. Like really, I have came off of Facebook posting tremendously, but I'm very, very active in my stories. I use my Facebook page for business. So most of the time you'll see waste fees because you all know I sell waste fees. You can check out my page on IG, Body Adornment Beads spelled just the way it sounds okay um and i use my um facebook page for real estate all right and in my real estate and investment business i share with you all my sales i share with you all my vacancies available rentals i share with you all my accolades yes I do. And you know, some people get pretty upset about people sharing the goodness and the richness of their lives because they don't have a lot to share about their own lives when in terms of goodness and riches. But it's not that they're not having good things happen to them. They're not searching or digging deep enough. They're so consumed with what's wrong in their lives that they allow everything that's good about their life to pass them by without notice. Okay? And so taming of the tongue is going to help you begin pulling out the goodness within yourself. Start speaking life within yourself and about yourself into other people. Like we want to really begin to use our uh, tongue in a way that it benefits not only ourselves because in communicating you get something from the person if you're communicating with a person of substance 
You know, so we want to talk about things that not only benefit ourselves, but benefit the person who is listening. Because everybody you talk to is not listening. And so that is why we're going to talk about taming of the tongue. Because some people you decide to talk to, you really should do yourself a favor and shut the fuck up. They're not worthy of your words. Okay? They're not worthy of your words. So let's get into this. All right? Let's get into this. Taming of the tongue. Can I say when I was young, I was told shut up almost daily. (laughs) And now my own kids, I'd be like, just shut up. Sometimes I'd be frustrated. I'd be like, just shut the fuck up. (laughs) And my kids and I, we have a relationship with one another. Nobody can talk to my kids like I talk to my kids. Okay. And my kids won't allow it, all right? And I don't allow it. But I don't go cussing my kids out with every word that come out of my mouth. I express myself freely as I allow my children to express their self freely. Because if you suppress what you want to say, you're not going to know what to say. Because you're going to condition yourself, your brain, your mind into saying nothing at all. And this will create a basis for fear to begin to develop in your communication. And we need to communicate. This is what is wrong with the world today. And because we're not communicating, people are being manipulated into all sorts of things. All right. So when you think about taming of the tongue, you think about shutting up. But I'm going to talk to you about how you can tame your tongue, but still your voice can be heard. Because it's important that your voice is heard. Because if you value yourself as much as those who are around you value you, then you need to talk. You need to communicate so that you will know the expectations of the people you surround yourself with and they will know yours. And another word for expectations is boundaries. When we are communicating We are sharing things about ourselves with other people. And the first thing I share with those who plan on getting close to me is boundaries. We need to have them. Because sometimes when your tongue is not tamed, we don't physically do anything harmful or quote unquote wrong. I don't like to think in terms of wrong or right. But when we're speaking to one another, Sometimes our conversations can be quite burdenous. These are conversations that aren't going to be had in my presence. This is where a person's tongue needs to be tamed. You need to understand how to speak to me in my presence. I don't allow dumping sessions. I believe people who do allow dumping sessions, meaning a person is throwing up on you with all sorts of conversations, especially burdenous ones, are people who are drama, people who like to be nosy, people who want to be in everybody's business except for their own because they haven't processed their own means of existing. So they want to be in everybody else's business. This is not me at all, okay? So when people are talking to me, I allow them 
but so far with me when it comes to conversation. One reason why is because communication is how I make my money. Now, I don't know about some of you that are listening to this podcast right now, but if you are in a career field, if you have a business where you have to speak, which is most businesses and jobs, you need to shut up sometimes because you need to preserve your quality of communication as well as build your skill in communicating. What do I mean by this? Don't talk so much that it becomes exhausting that the first person that want to talk to you, you act like you don't got nothing to say to them or you don't care what they saying to you. I get this a lot when it comes to service industries. People have allowed people to talk to them any kind of way. They have allowed people to just talk to them on site when they are not even wanting, ready, willing to have a conversation. And they stand there and act like they're listening, but they're not. But it's exhausting mentally more so than it is physically. But as soon as you become confronted by a person who actually needs your service advice on your ear, you're not the best listener. You don't give the best advice. And you don't want to have a conversation with them. And it's not because you can't. It's not because you're not experienced enough. It's because you're drained. All right? It's because you're drained. And so you have to understand what the meaning of taming of your tongue is. And what it is is understanding your level of communication, not being afraid to explore that level of communication and be engaging with the person who wants to engage in conversation with you. You don't have to talk to everybody. Tame the tongue. You don't have to talk to everybody. As I said before, Everybody is not worthy of your words. And if you are in a business where you are paid to speak, paid to talk, paid to advise, I would suggest you do more reading than talking. I do far more reading than talking. Why? I learn new words, number one. I learn new tones, how to use those words, those phrases, that energy that I'm attempting to draw between myself and whoever I'm talking to because it's going to help me secure the deal it's going to help me land a client it's going to help me close the sale it's going to help me help someone help themselves and this is why the conversations that I have is super duper important to me just as well as the person I'm having a conversation with. Now, let me tell you what isn't important. Arguing. Debating. Screaming and hollering. Um, blasphemous. I don't know if I'm saying this properly. And if whomever is listening, please correct me if I'm not. But when I say blasphemous, I mean... Or blasphemous, I mean, you know, just always putting people on blast and calling people out like your shit don't stink, right? I don't communicate, debate to sum all of that up. I don't debate with people who are not on my communication level. Oh, who the fuck you think you are, Nikita? I'm Nikita. 
But I know my levels of communication. I know what conversations I can have and who I can have those conversations with. If you get my drift. Okay. Some of my friends, I can't talk about certain things with. Not because I'm afraid to. It's because they ain't there yet. And if you don't want to hear the negative connotations about something you are doing, then don't share it with people who've never done it. See, a lot of you all want to have these conversations or want to have these friendships, these relationships with people that you can control because you're intimidated or you feel inferior around people who have more experience than you, who have more knowledge than you do, who is bolder than you are. So we succumb ourselves, we suppress ourselves to these menial conversations and relationships so we can validate for ourselves who we are, so we can feel like we're somebody, so we can have control over everybody or those bodies that we're engaging with. And that is not me. I value communication so much that when I do decide to have a communication with a person, it's almost always somebody who knows more than I do. Because you can learn from everybody. The dumbest person you can learn from. But you have to learn with a listening ear and not with a crazy ego. If your ego is in the conversation, you're not going to learn nothing. Okay? If your ego is in the conversation, you're not going to learn a thing. All right? So, I don't debate with those who are not on my level when it comes to communication. Because those people are looking for validation. And you ain't paid me. If you want to have a conversation with me that validates you, that means I have to do a little bit of advising. That means you have to kick out some cash. Okay, that's exactly what it means. I don't walk around abusing my skills, my talents. Okay, I don't walk around abusing my purpose. Now, some of you all may be thinking, but aren't you supposed to share your purpose? Yes, I do. I share my purpose with all of you in my stories, on my Facebook page, with this podcast it is not my fault that you all don't want to listen when you're not being entertained ooh, 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 ooh. walla walla bing bing i just said a word so i'm going to repeat myself it is not my fault that you all don't want to listen when you're not being entertained this is why when you're on social media platforms people have to do all this crazy shit or else you wouldn't watch them before they convey a message to you. See, you all give celebrities so much clout. Like you all praise celebrities. But an average normal person who is sometimes, most time, nine times out of ten, so much smarter than a person who just have money. Celebrities. But you don't want to listen to them. Don't nobody know them. It ain't cool to listen to this person, right? That you all let some really good, great information go right over your head. My favorite people to listen to is old people. I love 
talking with a variety of old people. My favorite old person just passed away and it is 1 a.m. Friday morning and I have to be at the funeral home 8.30 in the morning to do my grandmother's hair for her funeral on Saturday, which is tomorrow. That's my favorite elder, all right? And my grandmother was... Man, she was a firecracker. She was a fox. She was a black woman with blue eyes. I'd never seen a black woman with blue eyes. Not a stitch of white in her blood. However, my grandmother had blue eyes. And they weren't blue to the pupil, but her eyes were uh, black or brown and then white. And then it had a light blue ring around the outer part of her cornea okay i don't know where she got that from again there's not an ounce of white blood in her i don't know where she got it from right but my grandmother allowed me to see possibility within her by just being yourself my grandmother in so many words would cuss you out but want to be your friend. Like you knew if my grandmother, you knew my grandmother loved you because she always cursed you. If my grandmother said nothing to you, she ain't like you. It was something about you that she didn't like. And she would not say not one word in your presence. You would think she was the quietest person in the world. But if she liked you, it wasn't no taming that tongue here. Not at all. But my grandmother, she was my light barrier. Or my light bearer, I should say. Not barrier, bearer. She bared a light that a lot of people tried to dim in me. When everybody thought that I was just this girl who wanted attention, I was just this girl who liked to brag. I was just this girl who thought I was better than all these people. My grandmother looked at me and said, Granddaughter, don't you ever stop being who you are. Don't you ever stop being who you are. She knew her granddaughter was a fighter. She knew her granddaughter was a go-getter. She knew her granddaughter had whatever it took to get past whatever got in my way. Up until the day she died. My grandmother was in a nursing home. And she had dementia. But she didn't have it bad where she didn't know none of her grandkids or her kids. She would call us different names. But she knew that we were her grandkids. And my grandmother, every time I went to that nursing home, would always say, bust me out. She would not ask any of my other cousins. Not that they weren't capable. But she knew who is the fucking fighter of the family. FFF. Fucking fighter of the family. She knew who was the fighter in the family. And she only came to me, bust me out out and it was the one thing that hurted me dearly because I couldn't take her out it was against the law you know them people collecting her check they would have had the police come up after me and so and 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 then her children wanted her there so I could not quote unquote bust her out and I'm telling you right now my grandmother is busting into heaven's gates Because regardless of how people may have perceived her and her way of with words, 
She was a good goddamn woman. And a lot of you that are listening to my podcast right now, you are a damn good person. And I'm not going to just say woman because we have people who perceive themselves in different lights, different lights. Okay. And I don't want to offend anyone. So you may not call yourself a woman. You may be non-binary. You may use, um, um, terms like they, them, she, him. I'm not trying to offend anyone. All right. But you are a damn good person. And you are allowing people to dim your light because you are afraid to say what you have to say when you want to say it. And I'm here to tell you that there is a way to say it. But before you decide to say what you want to say, speak with the person you're saying it to and ask them their level of communication. Ask them what are their boundaries. Ask them. What are their triggers so that you're not triggering them every time you have a conversation with them? You ever have a conversation with a person and you like them, not necessarily um, um, romantically, but you like them generally as a person. But every time you say something, it always feel like they're getting offended. They are super hypersensitive. And a lot of reasons People don't know that they have some underlining health issues. They've never been diagnosed with them. So they've gone all their years from young to old battling these mental illnesses or these health crises. And now it's everybody else's problem. The mama and daddy didn't address it. They're adults. They don't really understand themselves. But now what they've never ever addressed It is everybody else's problem. And it's going to be a problem for you if you continue to communicate with these level of people. So if you really, really want to be a person's friend at this level of communication, I'm going to share with them. You're going to have to teach them a little something before you begin to get close to them. Or else it's going to be an initial friendship, relationship, romanticism that is going to die burn and go to some murky hell it ain't gonna last and the the sad part about it we share everything with these mofos and it don't last and they turn around and use your words as weapons against you it happens like that it has happened to me several times like that people will throw you away easily don't you ever forget it and don't you never mistaken it and if you are the type of person that love hard and hold on tight you are the person who tongue is probably the most wicked because you're hurting inside and so you get upset fast you have a lot of triggers it's like mind lands lying within you or did I say mine lands? Is that how you said no? Landmines. I'm sorry. It's like landmines lying within you. And every time somebody say something, boom, them landmines is, they is going off. Okay? So, um, you know, taming of the tongue, this is not about shutting you up. 
Because I would be so wrong for sharing shut up with you or a message around shut up. As much as I give it to y'all on Facebook. Some of you all are not on my IG page. It's Nikita McDaniel. I th- I shared different. No, I'm sorry. On IG, it's Fearless Living Woman. I share different content on IG. Why? Because it's a different audience. The people on IG, they don't really know me like that. I'm not teaching anything. Everybody on Facebook knows me for being a expert in real estate. Okay? A expert in confidence building. Look, I couldn't sell real estate the way I do if I had no confidence. Like literally, I am standing in front of old white rich people. All right. I do business with black, non-trusting people. They got money too, but they don't trust people with their money. They don't want to, you know, give you anything unless they already know that you're capable of doing what they need you to do. Whereas though, these old white rich people, they're going to give you a try. And you fuck up, they'll let you go, you know, and keep it pushing. Black folks want to curse you out, <laughs> call you all kinds of names, ruin your reputation, you know, shit like that. So I have to have confidence in this business because it's a male-dominated business. Lucky for me, I'm a dominant female. Fuck with me, I'll fuck with you back all day long, okay? <laughs> and still get the deal and still get to the closing table. All right? So, I would never be doing a podcast on telling people to shut up or how you need to be quiet and don't say certain things. No, fuck that. Say what you got to say, but make sure the person you saying it to receives it the way you want them to receive it. Because we are too busy talking to too many people who don't have our best interests. And everything you say in their mind is always something negative. And if you talk to a person who's envious, who's jealous, who's miserable in their own right, then everything you say is going to offend them. Or they're going to be, well, shit, I was going to say hypersensitive, but that's still a way of offending somebody. Okay? Get rid of those type of people. Like, if you did something to them, they would walk away from you with not even thinking a, thinking a lick. It's time that you do the same thing and begin to surround your people, begin to surround yourself with people of substance, people that you can elevate from or elevate around, okay? And when you have these type of relationships, friendships, courtships, romanticisms, you can be free with your tongue. And they would not get pissed off. Now, if you say something out of pocket, they're going to hit you in the gut with something. You know? But that's just how y'all are. Y'all bounce things off of one another. And it'd be so many nuggets in the bouncing of words. And I'd be like, shit, let me take that. Shit, let me take that. Shit, let me take that. Yeah, I do. And I'd be like, I know just when to apply it. And I do. And I wind up reaping certain benefits and cultivating a lot or cultivating relationships and rendering certain harvests all because of the choice of words that I use when I use them and who I use them with. So taming of the tongue has a lot to do with you vetting the relationships prior to you engaging in them. Get to know these people you're talking to. Why is that important? 
Because you don't need to be sharing your shit with everybody. The least people that know about what your next move is, the better results you will get from the move. Especially if you're a person who always in your head. People that talk too much, a lot of times they're always in their head. I am a person who's always in my head. And I have to begin to talk to myself. No, nah, that ain't mean it that way. Nah, Nikki, go ahead. Keep on going. You got this. Don't even worry about it. Even if they did mean it that way, keep going. I have to have these conversations. Or I will assume a person said something in one way, but they didn't. Then I have to ask myself, well, why are you even having a conversation with this person? Like you of all people know better. And I found out it was because I began to feel lonely in my own environment. Because when I began advancing in my career, when I began advancing spiritually, I lost a lot of friends. I do not have the amount of friends I had 10 years ago. I was not the life of the party, but I was definitely one that people wanted to get to know. And today, not so much. People are intimidated by strength. People think that strong people don't need nobody. People think that people who are great with communicating or good with communicating are people who are full of themselves. So what I reflect for a lot of people is lack. They look at me, they engage in me, and they say to themselves, well, why ain't there? Why ain't do this? And why ain't do that? And I be like, why do y'all do this? Why do y'all sabotage the initial start of what could be a great relationship by comparing yourself to me? It happens almost every time I begin to build a new friendship. It has something to do with that conservative extrovert. So in my conservatism, that's really all about me and me loving to be with me, in me, me loving to be me, right? But the extrovert side of me likes to be out but because of my past career, because of certain things, I will not allow myself to be in crowds where everything is turned up. I won't allow it. So I like intimate settings and gatherings. But I've also found in intimate settings and gatherings, if you are not able to com converse with people about your boundaries, then it's not going to be... How can I say this? It's not going to be a group that you will successfully begin to maneuver. Because people will begin developing their own feelings about you. I mean, shit, they're going to do that anyway. It's nothing you can do to stop that. But if you communicate with me prior to judging me, right? You, have, you might have more respect for me, number one. Um, you might have more appreciation for the person I am, number two. All right. And then number three, you might take the opportunity of building a friendship with me. Okay. So, um, you know, I, me, me personally, and I just lost my train of thought. It's late and it's okay. 
It's okay. But I'm going to continue on. I'm going to continue on because I need you all to know this is not about being perfect. Taming your tongue is not about you having the perfect words to say. Some of you won't say nothing until you got the perfect words. You done went over this thing a million times in your head. Speaking of in your head, that's where I left off at. People who are in their head. Okay. You have then, um, you had then spoke something a million times in your head and you're still afraid to say it. I'm going to need you all not to do that. Get out of your head. Learn to have a ritual that every time you begin to be in your head, you stop and you begin to chant whatever it is that you tell yourself to get out of your head. I do it multiple times a day and guess what? It works. It works. Yep. And I continue to use it. Right? So taming of the tongue simply means this before I get off. It means, and and I've repeated myself a few times about the meaning or reference to the meaning within this podcast. It means knowing what to say, knowing what to say and who to say it to, knowing how to communicate your boundaries when having conversations, knowing how to be a great listener, knowing how to um, engage with the person who wants to engage with you, knowing how to question, ask people the same things you know about your level of communication, knowing how to convey a question to those people so that you can gather their level of communication, knowing when not to engage in certain conversations with certain people, not because they're going to talk about you, they're going to tell everybody your business, you know, not because of any of that, but because if you share with them a level of communication that is beyond their own level, you could be self-sabotaging or you could be um, setting off triggers within that person. Okay. And I shouldn't say self-sabotaging. You could be, let's, let's just say you could be setting off triggers within that person. So taming of the tongue is not about shutting up. It's not about being conservative. It's not about reserving communication, conversations. Taming of the tongue is you being in control of you, your words, and the outcome of a conversation you have. You don't need to control the person. But you can control the outcome of the conversation by what you allow in the conversation and what comes out of your mouth during the conversation. Okay? And that is the end of this Taming of the Tongue podcast. I want to thank you all. I don't know what time of day, evening, or night you will be listening to this podcast, but I want to thank you for your time. I know that this podcast may not be a priority just yet, but I appreciate you squeezing it in your day just to get a glimpse of what it is I have to say and hopefully what I'm saying benefits you. Again, my Facebook page is Strictly Business. However, my stories is All Fair Game. And I'm going to be um, rolling out a new 
um, platform that I'm going to be setting up over the weekend, and it is a Patreon account. And so if you've not heard of a Patreon account, it's an account where you do what? You communicate, and guess what? You can communicate on various levels. And all of these levels come with a... Um, uh, um, a fee schedule, okay, in communication, in communicating. So what I'm going to be sharing on Patreon is real estate and the business of self, okay, which is a long way of saying life experiences. And I'm not coaching, okay, let's get this clear. Not saying I won't coach, but I'm not coaching. On Facebook, I did group coaching, Okay, and group coaching, I realize I don't like it. I'd rather do one-on-one sessions. But having this Patreon account, it will allow you to get in a level of communication which you can receive what I'm saying without being triggered, okay? And these communication, or I should say these conversation and topics are gonna be giving you meat. See, when I'm online, I talk broad when I, when, when I, uh, listen, when I'm just having a conversation with people in my Facebook, IG, Twitter, it's broad. I don't hone in. It's broad because it's so many people that can look in or read in or jump in the conversation. All right. And like I said, I'm very careful about offending people when it comes to the words that come out of my mouth. It's not because I don't want to offend. Like, your perception is your business. And I'm not getting in your business because I'm too involved in my own. Personal and um, commercial, right? But the other thing is this. Um, You know, sometimes we can say some stuff out of our mouths and it could just sound right dumb at the end of the day. You think about what you said later and you're like, why I say that? I've had those moments a few times, right? So I'm not saying things just for the sake of saying it. On my Patreon account, I am actually going to give you step-by-step things when it comes to real estate, when it comes to um, the business of self, okay? So it may feel like a coaching session, but you're not able to ask me I mean, you can ask me questions, but you're not able to have one-on-one with me unless you do a contacting of me and I can share with you what that is all about, okay? But, you know, right off the break, no, I'm not doing coaching. Um, I think that this Patreon is a great way for people to learn at their own pace. You can use the information or not. My expectation is zero of the listeners or um, or the Patreon followers zero. I don't expect anything from you. But if you do have, um, if you do get an opportunity to implement something that I share step by step with you, share with me the results. I'd love to hear them. Maybe you just want to ask a question as to results you got from implementing and what to do next. Because a lot of people, they start shit, but they don't finish it because they don't know where to go next. So this Patreon account is going to help you initiate Follow up, follow through, and close. So you can say, I've been there and I've done that. All by way of my own experiences. Because there's so many ways to do one thing. But when you talk 
to a person that's already done that one thing, you pretty much follow that path. And then when you feel like I got this, you veer off to your own. It's exactly what I did. Okay, so I'm excited about this Patreon account. I really am. And I want you all to get in where you fit in because the entry Patreon fee schedule, of course, is going to be really, really low. But as you get higher, depending upon how much information you can absorb, because I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> that ain't sound right, but it felt good. That's why I said it. That's what I'm talking about. You know, when you tame in that tongue, it's like, damn, I shouldn't say that. But if the feeling is there and it feel good, say it. Like, get that thing out of the way. Because everything you suppress, you harbor in fear. Right? So the higher you go on the Patreon um, fee schedule, the more information, not the more information, but the more step by step. See, people give us a lot of information, but the information is dead. Like, it's no meaning. It's no substance. And I can't use it. It's old. I'm giving you current step-by-step facts, current step-by-step information, advice, you know, that you can actually stop listening to the podcast and then go right in and implement and see results. That's what I'm giving you with this Patreon. So I hope hope all of you, if not many of you, decide to... um, um, patronize the Patreon um, um, platform and I hope you get a lot from it and I'm going to be asking your feedback and you tell me you do not hold your tongue back when I ask you for feedback because it's important to me that's how I get better criticism makes you get better accolades don't make you get better it makes your head swell more but it don't necessarily get you better so even when I have a compliment or accolade I don't stay in it too long I don't relish in it too long I use that momentum to get me started in some other area, okay? So I want to thank you all for coming again. I appreciate you. I want you to appreciate you in all that you do because you are a great human being and there is so many opportunities out there for you to be great and they start here on the Fearless Living podcast. Enjoy your Friday and have a pleasant weekend. Bye-bye.